Hey everybody, it's your boy Farisaka, aka The Hustle Man, host of the We Hustlin' Podcast. Today we got our co-host, Dan the Hustler Erickson. Dan the man is a friend of mine, and uh, he's a young entrepreneur with a successful landscaping company here in the D.C. metro area. Say what's up to the people, Dan. What's happening? Uh, So Dan, today we're going to be talking about a side hustle that I've been experimenting with, and that's driving for Uber. Yeah, let's go over some... uh some questions and comments about what, how that's been going for you all right um so yeah what do you what's your first question you got well how long you been doing it for so far let's go over that uh so so far i've been doing it for about a week and uh last week i put in about 32 hours of driving well, not bad what uh how much you make so far though uh so so far in those 32 hours i made about 725 dollars so that comes out to being about $22 an hour. 22 an hour since you started? Yeah. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah. Okay. Then what about uh, your gas and insurance and everything? Who covers all that? So unfortunately, Uber does not help out with that. So that $22 an hour I make is both uh, is before both gas and insurance expenses. Then all in all, what, what's coming out of pocket for you? Um, so I think gas, I put in about 80 to to $100 out of that 725 so it's probably more like $625 over the uh, 32 hours. And then my car insurance, uh, I haven't really put that into accounting yet. So do you know by the end of the day what you're coming out to? Uh, I think I'm coming out to somewhere between 17 and $18 an hour. Okay. Still not bad for starting out. Yeah, yeah, not too bad so far. And I'm, I'm still waiting on Lyft to uh, get me approved, so I haven't started doing that one yet. All right, that'd be nice to compare to see what see what they got compared to uber yeah i heard uh lyft drivers make about two dollars more per hour so uh really? yeah so we'll, we'll see how that goes if i ever if i ever end up getting approved okay yeah that'd be cool um but yeah and uh so i think something else some people would like to hear about is some of the weird experiences that i've uh had over oh, my yeah. first my first week of driving oh yeah for sure you've been telling me a little bit about it so far yeah so uh one of the weirdest things that happened to me is uh I think it was Friday night, I was driving at about 4 in the morning, and uh, I was in the northern D.C. area, and I picked up this woman, and she told me that she had wished that she saw me on some site called Mega Personals or something. I guess it's some kind of, I didn't know what it was, but she explained it to me, and I guess it's some kind of escort website. (laughs) And uh, so, so then, you know, I started driving around and stuff, and she said, oh, well, you know, if, if your shift's coming to an end soon, you know, why don't you drive me around and make some extra cash on the side? Damn. Yeah. I guess, I guess everyone's got some sort of side hustle. I, I guess <laughs> so, man. So she's, I mean, I hope, uh, you know, this is a family show, so I'm not going to go in too, depth, uh, too in depth about what an escort is. But uh, for those of you who know, yeah, she pretty much wanted me to drive her around and uh, maybe, maybe be her protection, too. I don't know. Is that is that the craziest so far? Um. That was that was probably the craziest so far. But I also had this other uh, this other girl get in the car one night, and she goes, uh, "Can I tell you a secret?" And uh, I go, "Well, yeah. I mean, I don't know you or anybody that you know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know you. You know, so you can tell me whatever you want. But you know, in the back of my mind, I'm starting to think this is uh, this is kind of becoming like some taxi cab confessions kind of thing, you know. Uh, and so then she, you know, I guess said, "Okay, you know, so like, so what's up?" And she goes. Well, I just found out that I'm pregnant three hours ago. I <laughs> know, and all of a sudden, you know, I'm just like, oh god, you know, what am I getting myself into yeah, here? Some drama about yeah, so drama's about. So then, then she starts off, and so being pregnant's not even the whole part of the story. So, she goes, uh, 
yeah, so my I have this best friend who's a guy, and we've never, you know, uh, gotten romantic together and stuff, but he told me that if, uh, you know, if I were to ever get pregnant, that he would help me raise the kid. Oh, boy. Yeah, oh, boy, right? And uh, so then I was like, okay, okay, you know, and so then she keeps going, and she tells me, but the guy who got her pregnant is her ex-boyfriend, who is her best friend's roommate. <laughs> So I'm just sitting there thinking, like, oh, God, you know, like, this this lady is, you know, she's something else, but... Yeah, th- those are probably two of the crazier experiences I had. And where, uh, you, where are you picking most people up from? D.C., Arlington? Um, so, yeah, I've been trying to um, pick a lot of people, like, on Friday and Saturday nights. Uh, you know, I've been trying to... D.C. and Arlington are around here, you know, in the D.C. metro area. Those are two of the popping spots, I guess, where, like, a lot of bars and clubs and stuff are at. So, so that's where I've been picking most of the people up. But uh, this weekend, there's actually, like, this um, big convention going on over at the National Harbor where they have a big convention center. And uh, it was all, I think it was called MAGFest, so it was a music and video game festival, and I think there was like some, maybe 30,000 people there, at least that's some of them. Yeah, but uh, you can imagine some of the people I I picked up from that thing. I mean, I picked up one guy who, uh, you know, they were in full costume, dude was walking around with a staff. (laughs) Yeah, um, I picked up, you know, girls in head-to-toe makeup. Um, and this is over the weekend? Yeah, this is over the weekend. Yeah, so the weekend's got to be the busy time, huh? Yeah, that's when I've been doing the, the majority of my drive-in. Um, I heard weekday mornings are also another good time to drive, um, but I'm, you know, I like to talk to people, and uh, I like the younger crowd, so I'd, I'd prefer to go out at night. And uh, I actually drove on New Year's the other night, too, and luckily nobody puked in the car. Yeah, that'd be the worst. Does Uber cover that? Uh, so... From what I heard from customers, they've had friends <clears throat> who have gotten charged like $150, $200 for puking in wow, someone's yeah, car. That's cover. Yeah, and well, the other thing I don't get is, so uh, does Uber give me all of that money, or is, are yeah, they keeping some of that? Yeah. So for you guys who, who, you know, who use Uber a lot, you know, if you've ever wondered how much of that, how much of what you're paying actually goes to the driver, it's really only about half. So if you're on a, going on a $20 trip, like as a customer, that driver is only getting about 9 or $10, while Uber is taking, you know, 10 or $11. So is it, do they take a percentage or? Uh, yeah, so they take a, so the way that they pay us is they pay us by the minute and by the mile, and okay. then they take uh, like a percentage of that for, you know, helping you find the rides and, and I guess being the service. Yeah. Um, and they're not going to reimburse for miles or gas. Nope, or... they won't do any of that. Uh, but so what I did do though is I found this this other app outside of Uber and it's called Gridwise, um, and I'm not sponsored by Gridwise for any listeners out there. I just happen to be using it. Um, but Gridwise helps track your you basically just click on when you're about to start a shift and it helps track your miles for that day and for the shift. And then it also at the end of your shift it'll ask you how many trips you completed and uh, and it you know tracks the time that you drove. That way it helps break down you know how many um, you know how many uh, dollars per mile you're making how many dollars per hour you're making but on top of that i think which is the most important thing is uh since they're tracking your miles they actually help you figure out what you're going to be able to deduct at the end of the year yeah and there's definitely gas apps and stuff too that oh yeah and everything so i think um i think you were telling me about this one app the other day again we're not sponsored but it sounds pretty cool something called get upside app yeah and uh, I guess yeah. you can get like 25 cents back per gallon. Well, so. I think it directs you to certain gas stations. Oh, okay. Like, so you probably have to. Yeah, you probably. I think have to, I don't know. Yeah. I don't have the app yet. Either, yeah, yeah. I've been thinking about. I've been hearing people talk about it. That it's been good, but I think it directs you to certain gas stations. that will save you, and they're they're part of the app. Okay. You know. 
So that so, might be another thing to look into. Yeah, I mean, if I'm driving Uber, you know, if I yeah. happen to be in a neighborhood that uh, that has one of those gas stations, and, and I definitely track stop your by. miles and your gas receipts. Oh, de- yeah, I'm keeping all my receipts as well. That's, That's another big the, thing. This has to be deductible at the end. So out of my seven hundred twenty-five dollars uh, that I've made so far, um, just from the miles that I've driven, I'm actually already able to deduct more than four hundred dollars according to Gridwise. So that's that's more than half of what yeah that's more than half of what I've made so far driving Uber yeah because uh, that is something that worries me is that at the end of the year because Uber's not taking any money for taxes you know at the end of the year I'm gonna end up owing the government a whole bunch of money and you know, I'm sure you know that's that's never fun no so, yeah. it's always better when they owe you that's right man <laughs> I'm trying to get them to owe me you know maybe maybe upgrade the car you know I don't know man but yeah. but yeah it's always nice when they owe you so how's What's, what's like the longest you've driven so far? Um, so Friday night uh, wasn't too great of a night for me this week. I think just because it was, uh, you know, the week after the holidays, after driving New Year's and stuff. Um, and uh, so Friday night I drove for 11 hours and uh, I made about $200. So that's okay, I guess, but that's not, not too great. No. Um, but then the next night, Saturday, um, my, first two, my first two rides started me off, both of them tipping me. So I knew it was going to be a good night. Um, and so on Friday night, or I'm sorry, on Saturday night, in just seven and a half hours, I actually made $210. So in, you know, three and a half hours less than what I drove on Friday, I made actually $10 more. Yeah. So back to the tipping. Does it, um, I, I used the app, of course, sure. and everything. But in the app, I, I, I don't remember, like, the percentage. Can you make your own percentage of what you tip, or does it give, it gives you the, the options of what you... I think it gives you three options, and then it also gives you an option to make, like, a custom tip. Um, okay, so you can add more than what they're suggesting. Yeah, but in general, I mean, I don't think I've gotten any custom tips so far because all the tips I've received have either been... Uh... Actually, maybe I have because I've gotten tips of $1, $3, $5, and $6. $6 being the most that I've received so far. Yeah, well, I mean, when I use Uber, I mean, like, a lot of people, mm-hmm. I think the majority of people use Uber or Lyft now. When I, like, after I order the Uber and I get the ride and they drop me off, I don't look at the app again exactly. until, like, you know, until yeah. I open my phone again or something. I think it pops up automatically. I don't I don't remember, actually, for sure. I can't remember it now. But that's why. And then at the end, you're just like, oh, you kind of just skip by and yeah. out real quick. Well, yeah. I you mean, don't really it, look it, at if it's been like you know a day or twelve yeah. hours since you rode the Uber, you're yeah. most likely not gonna you know. Go yeah, back I don't and remember if the, the if the if it pops back up when you open the app or when you open your phone. I think it's when you open your app, then it'll pop up and say, "Hey, how much would you want to tip your last driver?" Sure, yeah. Or give them your rating or whatever. What is your rating? Uh, actually, yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm pretty proud, man. So far, uh, I've done seventy eight rides and I'm still at a five star rating. Uh, I've had a bunch of people get in the car and tell me like. Oh, you know, five star. You must be new because you know it's almost like impossible to keep the five star. So that's weird that people know that. Yeah, so I guess you know we'll we'll see how long uh, I can keep it up for. Like I don't even think when I open the app, even look at like what stars they have. I see, and the other thing I read online is that apparently a lot of drivers will actually um, like deny picking up riders who have less than like two point eight. Yeah, so is that a, something you pay attention to now? I don't care about that at all, man. <laughs> I, I, you know, everybody, you guys know me. I'm out there on that grind, out there on that hustle. I'm trying to make yeah, money. Not so passing anyone up. Yeah, if, if, <laughs> yeah, my acceptance rate is 98, and that's only because I accidentally declined one ride before. But, yeah. 
So um, when you open your app, do you see their ratings right away, or do you just not even like pay attention to it? Do you so what happens is, is I'll be driving around, or I'll be parked somewhere, and it'll pop up and say, uh, you know, so-and-so needs a ride, and they're six minutes away, and right underneath their name, it'll have the star. Oh, okay. But it only gives me about 30 seconds to accept the ride, and so I don't even really, I've never paid attention to any of the details. I mean, I just, as soon as I hear their ding-ding-ding, whatever it is, you know, <laughs> I just right away go, whoosh, accept, yeah. boom. Like I said, guys, I'm trying to I'm trying to make that paper. I'm trying to uh, and uh, so yeah, I don't think you can go around, you know, declining rides and stuff. If yeah. You're, if you're really out there trying to make money. And when you accept rides, because I noticed this when I order mm-hmm. Uber, is like, the app will tell me that the the driver's dropping someone off and then picking me yep. up. So how far in advance can you accept a ride while you're still on a ride? So that's that's actually the reason why I declined the ride that one time is because I didn't know how it worked, but. Yeah. I was driving for some Uber has a thing for drivers called back-to-back rides where if I'm if I'm driving and I'm going to drop someone off in an area close to where somebody else needs a pickup I think they'll help direct me to that rider and so sometimes I'll be like you know getting close to dropping somebody off and all of a sudden it'll ding ding and that means I'm you know accepting a ride and so I, it could you know, I think the most I've ever had is be like 5 to seven minutes something like that okay so yeah i think it's in general it's uh yeah it's pretty close because it's interesting sometimes i'll be like why do you accept my ride there's probably someone that's yeah like yeah. on the way why so i think uber plans it uh helps kind of plan that out for that for yeah. the drivers you have to be probably within a certain distance or a certain yeah. time of drop off of your um now customer to pick up a new one well and that's always like super nice when you're driving and you get back-to-back trips because oh, yeah, then you, you know you're not having any downtime yeah. that's that's wasted um and uh, going back to tips, you know, I you were saying that, uh, you know, sometimes like, you know, after you get dropped off, you're not looking at the app, right? Yeah. So believe it or not, I've actually woken up the next morning sometimes and it'll be like, you know, it could be seven hours or eight hours since I dropped yeah. the person off. And all of a sudden I see, I open up the Uber app and it says, you just received a $5 tip. You just received a $3 tip. And I don't even know which one of the uh, oh, doesn't rider, tell you where no, it came from? doesn't tell, tell oh. me which rider gave it to me, but... Hey man, it's still a nice way to wake up thinking, you know, I made this much last night and then all of a sudden you wake up and you know and you got another 10-15 bucks in tips or yeah. you know whatever. What um when you when you drop them off, does it give you the option to rate that passenger right It there? does. Okay. Yeah. As, like, as soon okay. as I uh, like swiped, yeah, as soon as I swiped to complete the ride, um I've only given uh, I mean I've given 5 stars to everybody yeah. except for one girl cuz she was just like <laughs> extremely rude to me. Um, I, it was like my first time driving Uber Pool, um, because it doesn't give us drivers a, a difference between Uber X and Uber Pool. Uh, when you're driving for Uber X, you're also driving for Uber Pool and vice versa. And so, I was dropping off uh, the first rider, but I guess I was supposed to pick up the second rider first. But the app didn't tell me that she was waiting on me or whatever. And so, she called me like, you know, where are you? Blah blah. <laughs> And then when I got back to pick her up, you know, I told her, you know, I'll be there in like just like 30 seconds or something. And when I got back to pick her up, you know, I said, oh, hey, you know, I'm really sorry about that. And, uh, you know, whatever. I, I was trying to be nice. And she just got in and slammed the door and didn't say anything and made like a grumpy face. She didn't like, speak to you? No, and she made like a grumpy <laughs> face like a two-year-old. Um, and then, uh, we, you know, we were driving. She was silent the whole time. So, I, again, I was trying to be nice and trying to make up for being a little late. And so, yeah. you know, I turned around and said, hey, you know, do you have a favorite radio station you'd like to listen to? And she just no. <laughs> like in a real quiet kind of grumpy voice and and then you know so so yeah when it was time to drop her off one star <laughs> not world star yeah. one star but she must have rated you or not rate, i don't know maybe she, she yeah i don't think she did rate me okay. because uh or or she gave me a five but yeah. so far i um 
out of my 78 rides, I've had 53 ratings, and uh, oh, okay. yeah, and all that's of them have been fives. Yeah, I'm, I don't think I rate anyone, or if I yeah. do, I always just five stars. Yeah, just five everybody, right? Yeah, that's what I usually just do. Um, yeah. I, al- I also did like a survey on our Twitter to see how many people tip their Ubers, and it's only about 50% of people. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, I, know, I have tons of friends who told me they've never tipped an Uber, and... Right, you know, I don't really blame them because Uber's charging you so much for the ride. But yeah, ju- you know, I guess guys just remember that the dri- driver's not making all that money. So no, yeah, you know, it definitely. Um, but also, do, does Uber is it frowned upon to get take cash tips? I um, I'm not sure. I've only received one cash tip so far, and it was from a couple of those um, you know weird gamer guys that I picked up oh, from yeah. the convention the yeah. other night. Uh, I mean, they were super nice and chill, you know. But they're yeah, they're just a little weird because they're. Coming from a gaming convention. Um, yeah, because that's what I would want. Because Uber, does, if they tip through the app, does Uber take a part? No. They don't take a part, but I'm sure it, uh, it ends up getting, re- you know, reported. Yeah, so, yeah they'll take but, uh, Yeah, cash tips yeah, are always cash better. Yeah, t- cash tips are always better. Um, and so, yeah, I was the only cash tip I've gotten so far is a $4 cash tip. Um, oh, another thing, uh, guys, we got to talk about in case you've ever won, you know, in case you've ever thought about driving for Uber or anything like that, um, is surge pricing. So, you know, if you're a rider, I'm sure a couple times, you know, you've been in a busy area and tried to look for an Uber and it might tell you, you know, it's going to cost you, when it normally costs you 24 bucks, it might cost you 44 bucks. Yeah, these are like the hot zones, right? Exactly, yeah. So on the driver's map, it'll show up literally and it looks like a hot zone and the center of the hot zone where the most people are will be the brightest color and then it kind of fades into a more bluish color on the outside. Yeah. Um, but I've seen them go all the way up to like... For the drivers, you could make an extra twelve dollars just starting your trip. Yeah, so you, it, the hot zone will show you the driver mm-hmm. where they are and where, and they're charging extra there, right? Exactly. But as a passenger, they're not going to show you that. No, but right? as a passenger, I think when you start to try to book your ride, it'll you know it'll be a much higher price, and then it'll also show up. Um, it'll you know on top of it'll say fares are slightly higher due to uh, increased volume or some, something like okay. that so the hot zone usually pops up when there's a, like a higher population ordering yeah so like for example you know i was mentioning that big convention that was going on this weekend and you know it wasn't always a hot zone but for example at like midnight when a lot of people you know the convention's 24 7 but you know at midnight a lot of people start going home or whatever and so i mean it, a couple times i would pull up to national harbor and it'd be like plus eight dollars for me, and so that means for the customer, though, I'm yeah. sure the customer is probably paying an extra like fifteen dollars because you know Uber is definitely going to take some of that. Yeah. Um, but one thing I learned so far, like as a driver, is you know a lot of times you'll be driving around in an area, and you know maybe it's been a few minutes since your last ride or whatever, and, and then you see a hot zone pit pop up on the map. It's you know you as a person you, you see that eight dollar plus eight dollars, and you so you think, oh man, you know I got to get over there, and so you drive. Mm-hmm. You start chasing that hot zone, and you that drive. Yeah, that. you drive all the way over there, and by the time you get there, boom, the hot zone's gone. Most of the busy, the you know, all yeah. the customers have been picked up, and so it's not so busy anymore. And now you just drove and wasted a bunch of gas money to get over there. Yeah, well, without picking up any rides in between. Exactly, and yeah. and then you're not even getting that hot zone. <clears throat> so from my experience, like I mean, unless you're you're close to the hot zone, you know, already it's not really worth it to go over there, or like if you know. You know, something's gonna be a hot zone at like a certain time. Like for for example, like around here, like you know Georgetown. Um, you know, if you go to Georgetown like on a Friday or Saturday night, probably around like 10 o'clock when all the stores and restaurants start closing and stuff, it'll probably be a hot zone. Yeah. You know, or if uh, if Cap, you know, if the Wizards, Washington Wizards, or the Washington Caps are playing a game at Capital One Arena, 
and you know the game's going to end at this time, and it was a close game, so everybody's probably staying until the end. If you go at the time the game's going to end, you know, it'll probably be a hot zone there. Yeah, I got you. So, so you can kind of plan ahead, you know, for things, but uh, but at the same time, yeah, you don't want to be chasing the hot zones. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, anyways, I, Dan, you got any other questions about uh, no, driving no. Uber? I think you need cameras up in there. So yeah. We can see, the, so, so we can so see the crazy. We'll get some taxi cab confession yeah. videos in there, and I'll just have to blur the people's faces or something. Yeah, but, that'd uh, be cool. Or just have like a little, uh, um, make them sign a little <laughs> a little waiver. Like, yeah, yeah. waiver. I wonder if I can like turn turn my car into like a cash cab situation. Oh, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. But yeah. Anyways, guys, uh, thanks for tuning in to the We Hustling podcast. Um, you know, this episode was all about driving for Uber, and uh, you know, it's one of the the first side hustle we're gonna, we talked about here on the show. Um, on next episode, we're actually going to, our co-host Dan is going to be back again, and we're going to be talking uh, a little bit about the business he got started um, just a few years ago, and he's been yeah. uh, doing real well so far. Um, yeah. I don't want to give too much away, Dan, but uh, but yeah, so what, what kind of business did you start, and how long ago was it? Uh, landscape company. All right. It was three years ago. I've been working landscape companies for a long time, and I finally decided that I should open up my own. All right. And of course, it just started... It starts small. It never starts, like, right off the bat. Oh, that's right, you know? man. You just started off as a little side gig, and then, you know, you, and, hope, uh, you hope for the best. And move up as you go, yeah, right? exactly. All right, guys. So uh, if you want to hear more about that, uh, you know, definitely tune in to our next episode. Um, it'll be next Monday. We're going to be releasing a show every Monday from now on consistently. Uh, yeah, thanks again for tuning in to the We Hustling podcast. Stay on your grind and keep hustling, guys. Have a good one. All right.